Welcome to Chapter 1 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Jake Dorst, CIO at Tahoe Forest District Hospital. In this segment, Dorst talks about why his team decided to partner with an IT services arm to host EPIC, how they structured the deal to make sure the staff would get support before, during, and after go-live, and what he believes are the key components in a successful IT service contract. Thank you so much for taking some time to speak with us. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Thanks for having me, and I appreciate a, another opportunity to talk to Health System CIO. Yeah. So I think the best place to start is uh, by providing some information about Tahoe Forest. And the name is Tahoe Forest Health System? Well, the official name is Tahoe Forest Hospital District. We're actually a hospital district in the state of California, so technically we're part of the California governmental system. Okay. So if you could just provide a little background about the organization, the, the size, where you're located, things like that. Sure. We're in Truckee, California. It's about, uh, it's in the Tahoe-Truckee uh, region near Lake Tahoe. Major cities are Reno, which is about 30 minutes to the east of us, and Sacramento is about 90 minutes to the west, further down the road to San Francisco. So we're kind of a resort town. We have a lot of uh, ski industry here. There's, there's the lake, obviously, is a big draw, a lot of camping, national park. So we see a lot of folks coming from our uh, surrounding area, San Francisco, uh, you know, uh, Sacramento, and, and then from the eastern portion. And we are a 25-bed critical access hospital, and we have a total of 62 staff beds, but as a critical access hospital, uh, we have the 25-bed the limit on, on certain beds. But we, we do a lot more than just a critical access hospital. We've got you know, our emergency services, orthopedic services, clearly up here we do a lot of orthopedic work with the uh, proximity to the ski hills. Right. Um, but, <laughs> but we also have an ICU. We have a skilled nursing unit, swing beds, surgery, obstetrics, home health. Um, and then we have a multi-specialty clinic as well that does pulmonology, internal medicine, family medicine. We do sleep disorders here, non-invasive cardiology, ENT, GI, pediatrics, those types of things. And we also have a hospital in Incline Village, and that is in Nevada. So that's across the line there, right where California and Nevada meet near Lake Tahoe. So we're right on, on that Incline Village border. It's a critical access hospital out there as well. It's only four beds, and it uh, sees more work around the ER. And we have a clinic that we have there as well. To, it's a smaller town. You know, total for our size, we're doing about $200 million a year in gross patient revenue. So it's, you say critical access, but we, we're in a lot of specialties. And one of our biggest is our cancer treatment center here, uh, named after Gene Upshaw, who was the NFL commissioner, um, used to live up in, in the Truckee area, Tahoe, Truckee area, and uh, really was a, a driving force here to get this uh, state-of-the-art cancer treatment center, which has now become a model for rural uh, cancer treatment in America with our partnership and using telemedicine with UC Davis and, and the California Cancer Treatment Network. Okay. Yeah, so it definitely is deceiving at first just to see the numbers. It's The 25 bed is just kind of like one aspect of it, but really uh, looks sounds like you guys have the full gamut. You know, we, as far as, uh, you know, a larger acute care hospital with, with open heart or cardiac cath or something, like, we, don't, we don't offer those services, but we try to offer as much as we fiscally can in our town so our patients don't have to leave. 
And that's, you know, when it's snowy in a mountain town and you've got basically one main road in and out, it's good to be able to have those as much as you can be able to keep the doors open is, is kind of our goal. Right. And being a resort area, are you, you dealing with fluxes in volume throughout the year? Yes, there's a seasonality definitely to, to what we do. So yeah. you see a lot in the summer. You know, there's a lot of mountain biking and, and those types of things that draw people up to the mountains. Uh, but still our busiest time are the ski seasons. I know North Star here can see up to 14,000 people on a mountain in a day. So it's a big draw. We, we're here to help when, when folks have a, when they turn the gravity up on the mountain there towards the end of the day. And, and we see those uh, folks come in. Okay. So I imagine that's something you're able to anticipate from a staffing perspective. You know when that influx is coming. Yes. There's a lot of travel nurses when that type of stuff happens, and we, we, we are able to flex up and flex down um, for those types of situations. Okay. So in terms of the EHR environment, uh, I had read about the initiative where Tahoe is partnering with um, Mercy Health Systems' uh, IT arms to deploy EPIC. So I wanted to talk about that. Um, where does that stand right now? We're less than 100 days till go live. So we're, we're looking at November 1st for go live dates. So we're uh, currently training our trainers and our super users and um, pouring over order sets and, and working with closely with Mercy to really hone what our Epic installation is going to look like. We're very excited partnering with them because they've done so many of these and they have, they have done it for critical access hospitals before. So we're excited to kind of unify our record, so to speak, up here in, yeah. in Truckee. And for, for that November 1st, which facility or facilities is going to go live at that point? Everything. So it's okay. Big Bang. Okay. We're replacing our laboratory system. Our, we're using a different EHR for our acute care side of things. We have a different EHR in our um, emergency department. We're really pulling out everything and putting in one system, which is, which is what we're, we've been trying to do, trying to make everything work. This is going to be a big game changer for us. Uh, one of the things we also really liked about Epic is that a lot of the folks that come up here for vacation are coming from places that are predominantly Epic healthcare providers. Okay. So we'll be able to share those records a lot easier with the Connect model as well. So, so we're looking forward to that, and our physicians are as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All the tourists have injuries, so okay. And yeah, right now, and you know, if someone shows up unconscious and you're not sure what, <laughs> what, what the background is, you can get yeah. you can get at it a lot easier than than we have been. And we're currently on Epic right now on our outpatient, um, our ambulatory side. Our, okay. Where that's also hosted. Unfortunately, the the company that's hosting it for us did not offer a acute care model, so we had to look elsewhere. So I do have some champions of Epic already in the system, so it helped when we went doing to our RFP that there were some folks that really understood how Epic worked and, and didn't really want to move off of that. So that was a, a good driver to, to unify onto the Epic platform. Right. And how did it come about as far as um, working with Mercy? Did, did you approach them? And, or you said that they do have some experience with critical access, so I'm sure that that, that was a selling point. Yes, it was. I use a company called VPS, which is a, a basically virtual procurement, so they help you with purchasing. Um, so I called them, and I was like, hey, I'm in the market. You know, we, we looked at UC Davis. Um, we looked at Renown, which is down the hill from us. 
uh, as, as possible partners to host with. Those are really the two I could find kind of local to us. And I called VPS and they were like, well, let's, we work with this other company and there's a couple of models that we could help you with. And, and one of them was uh, Mercy. And that was a really good find for us because we always felt with the other hosted models that they weren't really in the business of hosting. Yeah. It was kind of a side business. We wanted to make sure that we got with a company that had that passion to do it right, and that's what Mercy had. Is basically it's a spinoff of their technology services, and it's all they do. Plus, they have to eat their own dog food, if you will, because when they're done with the install, they also support the install. So, they, so they're, it's not it's not like a a third party company coming in doing the install, and then they're gone, and then now you're hosted with a university system or a system like Renown. Right. So it's it was a very comforting feeling for us. To be honest, we kind of brought them in just for leverage because we really felt that Renown was going to be a partnership because of the locality. Um, but my team absolutely fell in love with their process and the, their ability to get things done and, and their experience with it. So it actually turned out to be a better deal for us, both financially and with the quality of service that we've seen from them. Okay. How was it structured in terms of support? Are there people who come there and visit? Is it done like kind of remotely, or how does that work? So we're basically paying for two full-time employees, and they're based out of St. Louis. So that, like, once we go live, um, you know, we're going to have the big bang. We'll have the elbow-to-elbow support. We'll have the trainers. We'll have the super users. We'll have all of that here for the initial couple of weeks of go live. Um, after that, then it rolls into their, their support model, which is dedicated to us at the Mercy site. It's 24-7, which is good. And we worked out some, some, some good service level agreements in, in our contract with them as far as what, what we're expecting for uh, supporting our, our implementation here, our instance. Okay. We were their first California hospital as well, so we had to work into the contract. Uh, Being a critical access hospital and part of the hospital districts program in California, there's a lot of special reporting that we have to do um, that is is unique to California, so we had to work that out as well. Okay. And in terms of of structuring that agreement, I know you've worked with with several companies before, vendors, but this, I imagine, was a different experience because of the the nature of uh, of the agreement. We used our... Or our old friends Drinker Biddle out of Chicago, and one of the guys that was doing it was, I think he did like, I don't know, he did like 30 or 40 epic contracts last year, so he was, oh. he was well-versed in, in epic, and, and actually came up with a lot of things that we would have missed, and then after the fact would have been really kicking ourselves, so I was very glad that we, we were able to, to find someone with that experience, but, um, you know, when you get down to the, to the IT contracting once we got the price worked out and we're working on the on the actual terms, it's not too far off from everything else that I've used, you know, in the past. It's, it really comes down to service level, uptime agreements, who owns what data. There was language in this contract about HIPAA violations and on both sides and what those mean. And that's that's kind of a, a new thing to put that in in contractual languages that you know you can get to a breach of contract or those types of things. And those those types of things were. A little newer to me, but those are, I'm sure, are getting more standard in, in the terms and conditions coming out nowadays. Oh, yeah. Now, at this point, uh, you said you're really kind of in the training phase uh, as far as EPIC? Yeah, we're in the training and build phase, so we've got a very robust project plan 
very, very dedicated employees on both sides working diligently to hit those goals. And we're, we're mostly greenlit right now. I don't think anything's lagging too much. We're entering into the hardware phase where we're going out and putting out the new infrastructure and things like that. So that, that's always fun. So that, that's, that'll be starting up soon. So we're hopefully uh, going to stay greenlit and look forward to you know, as good as a go-live can be. Great. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.